the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. Pro-abortion protesters have been camping out around the homes of conservative Supreme Court justices. Republican Senator Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee tells Salem Radio the protests are a direct threat to the privacy of the judges. Now think about this. They're saying go to their home and protest. Uh, This is where they live. It's where they rear their families. It's where they sleep at night. It's all because of a leaked decision draft that indicates the Supreme Court might soon repeal Roe v. Wade. Britain says it will provide an extra 1.3 billion pounds in military support to Ukraine to help the country defend against Russian forces. The British Prime Minister Boris Johnson, President Joe Biden, and other members of the G7 are holding online talks today with the Ukrainian president. This is SRN News. Charlie Kirk explains to the left what they've done. This decades-long reign of a small, unelected tech oligarchy has now been put in jeopardy by the billionaire of their own creation. He's your creation, and now you're not angry that he's doing what he's doing. You're angry you can't control him. You created Elon Musk, and now he's dissolving the very government that you benefit from. The Charlie Kirk Show, weeknights at 11 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. You could save a baby's life for just $28. It's possible when you support Preborn, a life-saving ministry that offers free ultrasound sessions to young women and girls with unplanned pregnancies. Your one-time $28 gift will provide an ultrasound session for a mother allowing her to see her baby for the first time. These mothers are far more likely to choose life. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or visit am1280thepatriot.com. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N-Show. Hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. What are we going to talk about today? Hasn't been a whole lot going on this past week, has there? Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, the big national news story is the uh, leaked uh, memo, decision, whatever, of uh, Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito seeming to indicate that in their decision uh, adjudicating Dobbs versus Mississippi women's health, that Roe v. Wade would be overturned. Uh, we're going to save that for the second hour because I have a feeling I may take the entire second hour uh, to talk about it. Uh, it's one of those shows I could take a couple of hours talking about it, but I, I think I'm just going to take the second hour because in the first hour I want to talk about some issues specific to Minnesota, and then at one thirty we're going to have on 
Uh, Kelly Fenton, she the Republican candidate in the new Minnesota House District 47B, which is in the Woodbury area. I've had Kelly on the broadcast before when she was uh, running as a, a state legislator. In fact, served a couple of terms in the Minnesota State Legislature from 2015 through 2019. So glad she's getting back into the fray. So I'm going to be very curious to hear what she's hearing, what she is hearing from voters in her district. Again, that's at 130. But the first couple of segments, I did want to talk about uh, some very important races that are going to be taking place. Well, I mean, let's face it, they're all important, this being midterm election cycle. But as people who typically vote Republican, you all are wondering, you know, can we finally break through and break that losing streak. I mean, I typically vote for Republican candidates. I don't do much for with grassroots Republican politics anymore. And I'm more I and I'm apt to maybe vote for an independent candidate or libertarian or Constitution Party candidate. But the vast majority of candidates I vote for are Republicans. So I do have a vested interest in these races. And of course, we say it at nauseum on this show that the last time the Republicans won a statewide race, you got to go all the way back to 2006, when then-Governor Tim Pawlenty barely squeaked by and won re-election, and the only reason he was able to prevail then was uh, some high-profile gaffes by his opponent, uh, Mike Hatch, and Mike Hatch's uh, Lieutenant Governor Judy Dutcher. We're not, we don't need to rehash that, but the point is, uh, it's been a long, it's been a dry spell, to say the least. And I've been saying on this show for some time now that if the Republicans are going to break that losing streak, probably the best opportunity they have is in the attorney general race. And that was true in 2018 when Keith Ellison decided not to run for re-election in Minnesota's 5th Congressional District, rather run for Minnesota Attorney General, he was the most vulnerable statewide candidate, and the election bore that out. I, I believe he bested his GOP uh, rival Doug Wardlow by about 2-3%, and that was in a Republican, or excuse me, a Democrat wave year. Well, right now, as it shakes out, it's a Republican wave year. Now, that certainly circumstances could change, and um, will this, if the Supreme Court does indeed go ahead and overturn Roe v. Wade, will that have an impact? We'll see. But as of right now, I believe that the attorney general race is the one race where Republicans have a chance to win. It's not to say they don't have a chance in the other races. We'll, you know, we'll certainly talk about those down the line. But you think about it. Uh, the crime issue doesn't look to be dissipating anytime soon. Now, I hope it does. Now, for the sake of argument, I hope in you know six months from now, when Election Day comes around, that there will have been a massive downward trend in violent crime. That would be a good thing. I don't, you know, I'm not a I'm not a far left progressive where I root for bad things to happen. So my preferred candidates win elected office. I'm not a, you know, uh, ends justify the means type of guy. But the cold, hard reality is we aren't serious. We don't appear to be serious about addressing violent crime, not only in the state, but it seems like major cities across the country seeing just unprecedented spikes in violent crime. And the representation that these big cities have almost universally, are far-left progressive. And that's certainly true in the city of Minneapolis here, but then also at the state level. And Keith Ellison, the, the, the biggest issue that you know he faces is that he's been politicizing the office of the attorney general. I mean, our, our friend, uh, friend of the broadcast, Rob Dorr, political director of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, you know, he tweeted out uh, this past week indicating that Senator Ron Latz, out of the uh, St. Louis Park area, 
He was lamenting that the Minnesota Attorney General's office is down to only one attorney in the criminal division. And Rob made the very excellent salient point. Perhaps Ellison should have focused developing that division instead of putting so much time, money, and manpower into suing the federal executive over his term. Because that's what he's done. He's weaponized the office of the attorney general, which we had said he was going to do. And I'll read from, uh, if you're not, by the way, if you, you haven't signed up for Bloys Olson's Morning Take, it's a you know political newsletter he sends out every weekday morning right to your email. I've signed up for it. It's terrific insights, as even-handed as you're going to find here in the Twin Cities. And uh, here I'll read from uh, this past, I believe this was past Wednesday's Morning Take. Uh, one office that Republicans want to hold maybe more than others is Attorney General. They were frustrated that Doug Wardlow wasn't more competitive in 2018, and now they have a competitive battle for the GOP endorsement and nomination between Wardlow, Tad Jude, Jim Schultz, and Dennis Smith. Now, is is Lynn Torgerson out of the race? If she is, I hadn't heard that. Because if so, that's that's an excellent thing. Because if it were a Lynn Torgerson-Keith Ellison matchup, my mindset would be the same of Henry Kissinger, in the early 80s regarding the Iran-Iraq war and that it's a shame they can't both lose. But if Lynn Torgerson's out of the GOP race, that's a good thing. But <clears throat> I digress. Uh, Smith has already said he's going to a primary. Attorney General Keith Ellison won the 2018 race by approximately 100,000 votes and by a percentage of 49 to 45. Ellison underperformed Governor Tim Walls by 150,000 votes. So if DFLers slip four to six points statewide... Ellison likely loses. One early sign that Ellison's uh, major challenge is a poll of Minnesotans from Rap Strategies, the Morris Leatherman Company. The poll shows the first numbers we've seen regarding Attorney General, Attorney General Ellison's reelect. In the poll, Governor Walls is reelected. At, reelect is at forty-six percent. Ellison's reelect. 28%. That's one poll, and it doesn't contain any head-to-head matchups, but it does suggest that Republicans have strong chance of winning. It is the Attorney General's office. It should be alarming for Ellison and DFLers. One significant issue that is different in 2022 is crime. While it's debatable what the Attorney General could do directly, perception matters. The perception is Ellison hasn't done anything or said much about rising crime. The far left that led the quote-unquote defund chance is most aligned with Ellison's wing of the DFL. Add to that the prosecution and conviction of Kimberly Potter, and you begin to have a narrative against Ellison that isn't about consumer protection. One puzzling factor is that Ellison already had a national profile before becoming attorney general, but he isn't leveraged as much as other DFLers and GOPers might which impacts fundraising and his vulnerability. On fundraising, Ellison has cash advantage over the Republican field, but his fundraising hasn't been as robust as it could be for an incumbent. In 2018, Ellison raised and spent nearly $1.2 million. To date, he has raised $540,000, but has $330,000 on hand. There is no reason to think Ellison won't have the finances he needs to win, but he hasn't been filling the coffers the way a vulnerable incumbent should. Note that Ellison has agreed to the public campaign subsidy, which limits his spending, but in 2018, one outside group spent almost $200,000 on his behalf. For the GOP, Wardlow has spent more than he's raised, and Schultz has the most cash on hand that he's raised. Meanwhile, Smith has loaned his campaign $600,000, but if this is poker, do you call his bluff to see if he'll actually spend it to win a primary? Jude and Schultz appear to be the front runners for the GOP endorsement, but don't count Wardlow out. Smith has law license issues. Wardlow has his losing record issues. That means Republicans picking Jude or Schultz might give them the best chance of capturing the office they so covet. So, again, the endorsement battle takes place this weekend where we will be live, Mitch Berg and myself, uh, from the convention center down in Rochester for the uh, Republican Party of Minnesota State Convention. The endorsement process for Attorney General it will take place this weekend. I don't, rec- I don't recall if it's supposed to take place Friday night or Saturday morning. I guess we'll find out. But it's 
for the most part, irrelevant because Dennis Smith has already said he's going to primary. So whomever wins the endorsement has to compete in the primary. Or, you know, I, whereas if it was just one where all the GOP candidates decided to drop out if they aren't endorsed, yeah, there's still the, the formality that you go through a primary, but it's pretty much a fait accompli if all the other if the other three candidates drop out. So I'm going to be interested to see how this shakes out. I, I I don't recall if Wardlow, Schultz, and Jude had have said definitively that they'll drop out if, if none of them get the endorsement. Um with Wardlow's money situation, I don't see how there's much of a path forward if he does not get the endorsement. So there's kind of a back and forth on this. Wardlow I, I think raises an excellent point. Uh, because the Republicans haven't won the Attorney General's office since, I think, 1968, if I remember right. Uh, maybe it was 1972, but it's been a long time. It's been about 50 years, maybe 50-plus years. So, um, oh, and thanks uh, thanks to Senator Osmek. He, uh, he gives me the uh, clarification. The AG endorsement is Friday, and Senator Osmek indicates that he is the co-chair. Appreciate that, uh, Senator Osmek, for the clarification on that. So by the time we go on air Saturday, we should know who the endorsed candidate is. And maybe we'll work to get them on the show. But the issue, you know, and Doug Wardlow, again, he raised a good point. One of the candidate forums I attended at the end of March is that we've never had a repeat candidate on the GOP side. So it's really hard to build up name recognition because sometimes you have to run two or three times before you build up that name recognition, that gravitas, if you will. And because we keep going with a different candidate each and every cycle, there never is that familiarity. But then the flip side is if Doug Wardlow, they're going to obviously point out his ties to Mike Lindell, who's has these kooky conspiracy theories about the 2020 election. Now, again, Doug Wardlow, is the legal counsel for my pillow. Okay, fair, but fair or unfair, they're going to tie him to Mike Lindell, you know, because obviously my pillow is Mike Lindell's company. And they probably have the most opposition research on Wardlow. So I, I have a tendency to to agree with Boys Olson's take that uh, Jude and Schultz appear to be the front runners uh, for the GOP endorsement because I think uh, delegates are realizing, look, it's at least I hope this is the case, that they're realizing it's about winning and uh, defeating Keith Ellison. But we'll have a little bit more to say about this in the next segment. And take your phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with a, another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Make a difference in your life that impacts you for years to come by traveling to Israel this year. Sign up today for the thrill and excitement of visiting the Holy Land this November with nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka and renowned author and filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com for details and to register. On the tour, you'll step into history with mouth-watering cuisine, picturesque scenes, and magnificent people while visiting over 40 iconic sites and sacred places you've only read and heard about for years. Pray at the Western Wall in Jerusalem, float in the mineral-rich Dead Sea, and take a boat onto the middle of the Sea of Galilee as you experience something transforming in your life. Call 855-565-5519 to reserve your spot. Again, visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to book your trip today. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, host of The Mike Gallagher Show here on WWTC, The Patriot. The tax train is coming, and if you're not protected, it can derail your retirement plans. If you currently have a 401k or IRA, Uncle Sam could take a big bite out of your retirement savings unnecessarily. David McKnight, retirement strategist, author of the national best-selling book, The Power of Zero, and host of The Power of Zero radio show, can help you dramatically reduce or even eliminate taxes in retirement. You've earned it. You've saved it. Now protect it by going to thepowerofzeroshow.com or by calling 844 844- 
574-1400. His strategies have helped thousands of Americans get on the road to the 0% tax bracket in retirement. Think you can't protect your savings from runaway government spending and taxes? Think again. A solid plan could save you hundreds of thousands in retirement. Book your personalized session today with David. Call 844-574-1400 or online, thepowerofzeroshow.com. Investment advisory services offered through POZ Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Have you lost your gun rights due to an old criminal offense? Have you been denied a permit to carry or a purchase of a firearm? I'm attorney Kelly Keegan, and I can help. Schedule a free consultation at KeeganLawOffice.com. That's K-E-E-G-A-N LawOffice.com. Hey, welcome back. AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And we do have the live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Feel free to tune in there. Just go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and uh, leave a uh, comment or question in the comment section if you so desire. Uh, we do want to get to a uh, call real quick on line one. Mark is in St. Louis Park. Mark, always good to hear from you, sir. How are you? Brad, thanks again for taking my call. First of all, happy Mother's Day to you and all of your listeners. Uh, uh, one uh, quick thing about uh, Wardlow, his campaign always talks about, well, he barely lost Ellison. Um well, Ellison should have lost that that race. Mm-hmm. He was getting hammered by the even the liberal press about a credible assault on his girlfriend. Right, you know, right around the election time. Yep. And even the Star Tribune was hammering Ellison on that. So that's just my opinion. I think I think uh, Wardlow that was a very winnable race, and he still lost. Right. And I'll hang up and listen to your opinion if that's okay on that. Of course, yeah. Thanks, Mark. That's a that's an excellent point. Yeah, and that's something I wanted to raise at the end of the last segment. I remember that. Uh, you know, granted it was a Democrat wave year, but yeah, Ellison was very, uh, very vulnerable. And I remember going to the state fair uh, that year. In fact, that's the last time I've been to the state fair was 2018. <laughs> now that I think of it, uh, I walked by the DFL booth, and you know how they have all of the major candidates, statewide candidates, their pictures hung up all over the place and touting their candidacy and whatnot. Yeah, Ellison's was kind of put off to the side and around back where it was not very noticeable. So, yeah, even though they weren't coming out and saying it, the DFL was distancing themselves from Ellison, even though Ken Martin came out and said that uh, the allegations levied by Karen Monahan weren't believable. He didn't believe Karen Monahan, which so much for the far left uh, believe all women except if it undermines you know, DFL's opportunity to win elections, but that's neither here nor there. So, yeah, I, I do remember that, and that's that's a point that every time Doug Wardlow raised that point, he says, look, I've, I won the most votes of any statewide GOP candidate since whenever, and every time he made that point, Jim Schultz, this was this candidate forum I attended at the end of March, he would come back and say, Doug, that's great, but you lost Keith Ellison. You realize that? who was a was very vulnerable DFLer, and you still couldn't defeat him. So what does that say? So, you know, again, I see both sides of it. I, I saw Doug's point in that you need some name recognition for some of these statewide candidates, and obviously uh, that's been an issue for Republicans in this particular race. But, yeah, I, I think I don't, I don't believe that uh, – that Doug is the guy this time around. Uh, you know, again, if he if he ends up being the candidate, well, of course, I, I maintain that he'll make a, a much better attorney general than Keith Ellison. But at this point, and I'm hoping uh, delegates are, are taking this tactic, is that they're looking at it and say, we have to put up the most uh, electable candidate. 
you know, and again, um, Schultz is a, a relative unknown. Had him on the broadcast a few weeks ago. Relative unknown. Uh, but, you know, he's someone with a very substantive message. And uh, he isn't a guy who's uh, uh, run a race before, which, you know, some might look at as a, as a feature rather than a bug. But then you've got the other side of it where, you know, Tad Jude is someone who first uh, – Got into got into politics in the early seventies. He was a he was a young guy. I think he was like early twenties when he won a state legislative race back. I think in nineteen seventy two. So you know, people look at that, and he was kind of he was kind of dinged by uh, on that at that candidate forum I attended about how he's been <laughs> been around for fifty years and he won elected office as a as a Democrat some of the time. And well, let's be honest. Uh, a DFLer back in the 70s and 80s isn't anything close to resembling it, it, the DFL you see now, so I don't know that that's necessarily a fair criticism. But again, you know, this is this is the kind of sport that you're going to get uh, in these particular battles. So um, at the end of the day, this, you know, I, I'm, I hope, I, you know, we hope that there is a significant downward trend in violent crime in the cities. I mean, you'd be a fool not to hope for a decrease in crime. But given the way it has been addressed, you know, how these uh, repeat offenders somehow keep getting out on low ball bail or light sentences, uh, I'm skeptical that it's going to happen. You know, and as, as we read in Blois's uh, morning take from Wednesday, where they have the governors reelected about 46%, whereas Ellison's at 28%. This is why I'm hoping whomever emerges as the gubernatorial candidate, and if it happens to be the Jensen campaign, continuing the drumbeat on COVID, you know, I don't know if that's the best tactic. Again, there, there has been a, somewhat of an upward trend in COVID cases, but it's certainly not to the degree it was, say, a year, year and a half ago. So if it comes November and COVID's not as nearly as big an issue, yet that's been the only drumbeat of the Jensen campaign, it's not going to serve them real well. So hopefully they have some other tools in the tool bag here that they can that they can pivot to, that they can utilize. But my guess is if if the trend continues, COVID won't be nearly as big an issue, particularly when it has to do with the mandates that Governor Walls instituted. But it's you're you're probably close to certain that violent crime is still going to be an issue on the minds of voters, particularly voters in the uh, in the major cities and the first ring suburbs. And it's not like Republican statewide candidates have to outright win the major cities because that's not possible. They may not even have to outright win all of the first ring suburbs, but if you can make a dent in what the DFL had garnered in 2018, because the DFL absolutely dominated those areas, particularly the first-ring suburbs. I mean, for as much ground as the Republicans gained in outstate Minnesota, which were DFL strongholds for many, many years, for as much gain as the Republicans had in those areas, they definitely took it in the shorts in the in the suburbs. Now, was that doing was that doing in a repudiation to then President Donald Trump? Because obviously, he wasn't very popular in the suburbs. You know, it remains to be seen. I think that there is definitely some headway to be made because, I mean, you're hearing terrible anecdotes of carjackings in St. Louis Park and Edina. Well, that nor where traditionally that kind of stuff doesn't happen. And we've been hearing about property crimes in Orono, of all places. Okay, so to say that the crime issue is just exclusive to the major cities, Minneapolis and St. Paul, I think is a, is a gross miscalculation. So, uh, yeah, that, that that's why I think from a statewide perspective, the the votes are definitely there to be picked up in the, in the cities and suburbs. Again, you don't have to outright win those, but you definitely have to, to, to make some headway. And this year, 2022, definitely more favorable uh, to Republicans than... Uh, than it is to Democrats, unlike 2018, again, where Keith Ellison barely won uh, as a you know first-time attorney general candidate. So, yeah, the dynamic would be a little different, and if we did have a candidate, Doug Wardlow, as attorney general, um, that would certainly be to his advantage that it's 
you know, better served for Republican environment. But for the kind of campaign that he wants to run, um, you know, I, I think it, I think it remains to be seen. So I'm going to be very curious to see the tactic the delegates take this weekend. And uh, uh, assuming that they're, you know, I've been texting a little bit back and forth with uh, with our friend of the show, uh, Senator Dave Osmick, and uh, he uh, had indicated that uh, assuming electronic balloting happens, then we would probably know who the endorsed attorney general candidate is by the time we hit the airwaves on Saturday. So let the hope let's hope that happens. The rules won't be adopted until uh in Rochester he'd indicated. So uh remains to be seen. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N A R N show. And you can also weigh in via the live stream on our Facebook page, the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Brad Carlson the closer coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. You take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. Help the Helpless, a Minneapolis St. Paul nonprofit organization chaired by Father Altier and volunteers, is humbly asking for your kind support to help the poor and handicapped children in India and Ecuador. Through financial support from Help the Helpless benefactors, the children are provided with clothing, food, education, shelter, and teachings of the Catholic Church. The mission is to help children thrive and become self sufficient young adults, leading productive lives. They are also providing aid to poor families in Ecuador with food baskets, medicines, medical assistance, and help with funeral needs for the deceased. The work in India is being done by St. Mary's Father Antony's organization. In Ecuador, the work is being done by the Servant Sisters of the Home of the Mother. To learn more, go to helpthehelpless.org. You'll be able to see the children and families that are in need of your help. You may also call 877-762-8857. The website again is helpthehelpless.org. That's helpthehelpless.org. Thank you, and may God bless you. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke, and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke, and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-824-3853. 800-824-3853. 3853 that's 800-824-3853 800-824-3853 hey welcome back am1280 the patriot northern alliance rated network me brad carlson thanks as always for tuning in 651-289-4488 that's the number to call you can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show for any comments or questions. And we do have the live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So uh, feel free to check in there as well with any questions or comments. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, honored to be joined in studio at this time by, uh, well, Kelly's been a repeat guest. She was on before in her previous capacity as a state legislature. Uh, Kelly Fenton who is running for Minnesota House in the new 
House District 47B. I still don't have the numbers straight, so thanks for the clarification off here, Kelly. 47B, which uh, in her district, uh, she will be representing uh, most of Woodbury, and I think that's the only city that within that particular House District. Going to talk about uh, Kelly's campaign thus far, what she's hearing from voters in her district, and uh, why she decided to uh, run again after taking a, uh, a hiatus. Kelly Fenton, welcome back to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Good to see you. Hey, Brad. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's great to be back. Now, just for the uh, uh, clarification, you did serve two terms as state legislator before? Um, that is correct. I okay. served uh, for four years total, so two terms in the House, and I'm looking to go back to the House once again. So it's a, is, it the, is it like uh, riding the proverbial bike, Kelly Fenton, uh, once you get out there knocking doors and campaigning again, just like how you remember from a few years ago? It is very, very similar, although the district's changed a little bit since I was last uh, knocking doors. But it's the same. People want to hear from you, and I want to hear from them and what matters most to them. So I look forward to door knocking. It really matters in these races, especially the local level. Oh, sure. Now, it's kind of, it's kind of a nice dynamic because you still live in the same house you lived in when you were running before. Obviously, the district's a little different, so there's a lot of familiarity, but... The good news is you have some new doors to knock on. So there's also that dynamic, get to know some new people that get to know you as well. There is a lot of new growth in Woodbury. There are neighborhoods that were not even there the last time I ran for office. And I've watched them being built over the last four years. And I look forward to hitting those areas first and meeting the new people uh, coming into Woodbury. And um, so there's a lot of work, a lot of ground to cover but Woodbury is a great community. I'm not surprised of the growth as people really want to be there. It's good schools, great place to live and work and raise a family. Now, as we, uh, as we talked about, you served uh, for four years, like from 2015 to 2019, obviously didn't run in 2020. What uh, Was there any specific reason, defining moment, Kelly Fenton, that made you decide to get back into the foray of politics, elected office? Well, you know, um, I w- had the honor to serve, and that was great. And I accomplished a lot of great things while I was at the mm-hmm. le- legislature. It was four short years. There's still some things that I wanted to see through. and um, But this time around, as we came into the pandemic, I think we learned, for me, I learned what happens when unilaterally one person has an enormous amount mm-hmm. of power. Sure. I've, I've seen how... The small businesses, main main street mom-and-pop shops have suffered, and um, I thought this is a great opportunity. You know, I was at, a lot of people came back and said, you were so great when you were there. We need someone like you. We need a pragmatic, pragmatic legislators. Please consider it. I gave it a lot of thought. I really did not think I would run again. But uh, the stars aligned. I actually had recruited a great candidate who is still running on the other side oh, okay. of the district. But they happened to be live in a precinct, which was carved out with the redistricting lines. And I thought, if that's not the sign, <laughs> sure. um, that maybe I need to get back into this. And I'm really excited. I have a lot of experience to bring to the table. And I can't wait to get out and listen to um, the const- – I'm hearing from constituents already. But I can't wait to have more conversations. And yeah, obviously you alluded to the fact uh, you know, Governor Walls and a lot of his unilateral uh, decisions regarding the, the pandemic and how certain businesses were shuttered and as a result suffered, never really – came back. Uh, well, we, you know, I had mentioned the previous segments, you know, COVID, it's, it's, still a, it's still among us. It hasn't completely gone away, but it certainly isn't the, to the degree it was a year, year and a half ago. But that said, um, is that still a concern among the constituents in your area? And uh, if not, what are some of the top concerns that you're hearing as you're getting out there door knocking, Kelly Fenton? I, I would say COVID is, people are over COVID and I don't mean, you know, they're ready to move on and to just, they're, you know, with the change of the seasons and the warmer weather and so many people like yesterday was so great. We're outside. Mm -hmm. I mean, people are ready to just resume life as it was again. Um, With that said, though, I've been to quite a few meetings um, and our you know, BPOU meetings and others, candidates come and talk um, or meet with members of Woodbury. I've seen people as I've door knocked this community for myself or other candidates since 2010. 
I have seen people show up that I've never met before. Okay. And I'm asking them, you know, what is it that brought you out? Why did you get engaged now? And few things I hear over and over. One is safety. Public safety is a huge concern. Another one is the education. Parents want to be involved in their schools. They feel that there's nobody more accountable to the education of the child than them themselves. Sure. And they're being cut out of that process. And the other one is frankly, the economy from an inflationary standpoint, things are costing people more and they're getting so much less. And so those three things are what I'm hearing over and over. Uh, Sorry to do an on-air production meeting, Kelly, but if you can get Okay, sorry about that. Move that microphone a little closer to you. No, you're good. We heard heard you loud and clear. So So we're good there. Yeah, you know, I had mentioned in previous segments and previous shows, actually, we're seeing uh, you know, the public safety issue, certainly first and foremost on people's minds. And we're seeing it like in, we're hearing of horrible things happening like Edina and St. Louis Park. I mean, I grew up near the 3M complex, not far from Woodbury, and my mom still lives in that general area. So I still uh, have my finger on the pulse of what's going on in that in that general area. And you would think an area like Woodbury, I don't want to say uh, immune to it, but was certainly an outlier when, when uh, issues of crime and public safety would be a concern, but it's very much, sounds like very much first and foremost on people's minds in that particular area, some of the things that are happening there, Kelly Fenton. Absolutely. And let me tell you, the, we are not immune to it and it is happening in Woodbury. There have been multiple carjackings My right goodness. here in Woodbury. Wow. Um, the crime is in our backyards and Frank, mothers, dads, grandma, they're, they're, fearful for not just their safety, but what about their children right now? Um, Their cars are getting stolen out of their driveways, you know? So there's things happening that have never happened before. Woodbury's got a great police force. And I basically, early on, I said, we have a Minneapolis-St. Paul criminal problem that is spreading to our suburbs. Many of these people are coming in from out, um, but they are getting bolder and more violent with the crimes that they're committing. So we are not immune to it. So uh, what you, what about the dynamic from, you know, say 2018 until until now? The reason I ask this, because we saw in, uh, when the uh, legislature, the, specifically the House, flipped from Republican control to Democrat control in 2018, and a lot of that kind of the, if you want to call it the exit polling, the postmortem, what have you, a lot of that indicated that first-ring suburbs were kind of slipping through the Republicans' grasp because they didn't like Trump. And once they flipped, voting mostly Democrat, that it would be real difficult to get back. Are you finding that's the case or because of these issues that uh, maybe they are giving Republicans another look? I mean, look, I I absolutely agree. When you look at the numbers of my district, Trump was not Mm -hmm. well-liked in Woodbury. I believe it. But he is no longer on the ballot. True. And... People are have huge concerns, public safety, again, the economy. Their life is not better today than it was two years ago, right? right? That things are costing more, they're getting less. Um, the education, parents really want their kids in school, but they also, want, they don't want schools to be politicized. They want academics, not politics, and they want to have a say with what hap- how their child is educated. They want to be participants in their child's education. Now, I've, had, I've actually had Democrats reach out to me and say, I'm so glad to see that you're running. I know I've worked with you before. I've seen what you, how you work with people. Mm-hmm. They, but they admitted that their party has gone so far left that – for people like them who are probably moderate Democrats, they said, we feel like political refugees here in Minnesota. So I absolutely think that the climate is such that we can take these districts back, but we have to follow through sure. on what we want to do. I mean, that's the difference between that I've seen over the last few years, four years between Democrats and Republicans. Right. Democrats, when they win, they take over the office. Republicans tend to hold that seat. And I think we have got mm-hmm. to go 
and take over when we win and make, do what we set out to do. Yeah, it's a, it's a very, uh, it's not exactly the most formidable task. You only need to flip, I think it's four seats in the House to take over the majority in a few of these uh, areas, you know, first ring suburban areas that are uh, there for the getting. Uh, definitely some uh, great opportunities. Again, we're joined in studio by Kelly Fenton. She running as a Republican candidate in the new House District 47B, which is the Woodbury area. Uh, Kelly, we need to take a quick break. Are you able to stay for one final uh, segment? Absolutely. I'll be here. Okay. And if you uh, have a question or comment for Kelly, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And uh, we also have our live stream up and running at the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So feel free to leave a comment or question is there as well. One final segment with our in-studio guest, Kelly Fenton, on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. Anytime I need to see a face, I just close my eyes. And I am taking two bits of crystal mind and magenta feeling. Take a shelter in the face of my spine. Like a chicken, chicken. AM 1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Are you in charge of cleaning and sanitization at your food production facility? American Pressure has the tools to help you. Custom high-pressure conveyor wash systems save time and water and help you automate cleaning. Give us a call today at 763-521-4442, and we'd be happy to come visit you at your location. Buy local, buy quality. Visit AmericanPressure.com. Hi, friends. This is Katie Pavlich from townhall.com. The liberal media and big tech are working overtime to promote the left's anti-American agenda to silence me and the reporters on our team at Town Hall. We must bring the truth to the American people free from the spin of big media and the censorship of big tech companies. Town Hall covers the news that matters, exposing the COVID lies, the leftist rot and crime surge in our cities, the illegal alien crisis at our southern border, and all of Joe Biden's unconstitutional overreach including the critical race theory attacks on our children and grandchildren by school boards working with the Department of Justice. Visit townhall.com each morning, afternoon, and night for the truth as my team investigates the Biden administration, their big media friends, and leftist activists. With your support, we can keep holding government bureaucrats and their allies in the media accountable. Visit townhall.com today to join the fight. The fight for our nation starts with townhall.com. Public education has gone off the rails. It's the most important domestic issue facing America today. Critical race theory is dividing our children in ways that are unacceptable. They're teaching these kids X-rated sex acts. Our teachers are bullied. Parents are being shut out. Less than one-third of America's school children are proficient in anything. How do we empower parents to restore American values and get our public schools back on track you cannot use racism to eradicate racism don't miss the powerful new movie whose children are they exposing the dark side of our public school system and how we can stop the overreaching liberal regime to take our schools back whose children are they available now at salemnow.com whose children are they whose children are they whose children are they Available now at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Think about it. Minnesota collected way more from taxpayers than it needs, resulting in the largest budget surplus in history. It's time to give it back. It's our surplus. Give it back. Think About It is brought to you by Center of the American Experiment, Minnesota's think tank. Okay. Welcome back. AM1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And we do have our Facebook uh, live stream up and running at the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Joined in studio for another segment with Kelly Fenton. She, the Republican candidate. In Minnesota House District 47B, which uh, covers the uh, most of the Woodbury area, 
Uh, Kelly served that uh, particular area. It looks a little different now than it did from 2015 to 2019, but she's still uh, back uh, up and running. Kelly, uh, before I forget, uh, folks want to find out more about your candidacy. Obviously, a lot of folks in my audience have a vested interest in flipping the House back to Republican control. It only takes four seats, and this could be one of them. Uh, what's your website where people can find out more about you, maybe even uh, throw a little money in the hopper? Fentonforhouse.com. That's F-E-N-T-O-N-F-O-R-H-O-U-S-E.com. And go right there. My donate button is right there when you get to the landing page. Fantastic. And I've also linked to it at uh, my blog, bradcarlson.org, in the post promoting today's show. So if you want to go there as well, uh, fentonforhouse.com. Uh, I guess kind of moving forward here in this uh, particular uh, cycle, um, only four four seats, as I alluded to, need to uh, uh, to flip the house. Uh, aside from getting out there and door knocking, meeting at constituents at different events, uh, when people come approach you and say, "Hey, I've been voting Democrat for a long time, but I'm giving you consideration," do people kind of do the whisper thing as if they don't want to be <laughs> heard out loud? Kind of ashamed to support a Republican, but knowing that times are so desperate. Uh, they're almost willing to give us a chance. I mean, what's kind of the dynamic that, that works that way, Kelly Fenton? Well, I have to say that people have been pretty straightforward with me. Okay. Right? You know, so, but those are private conversations. Sure. Um, so, but you also get the, oh, my wife's vote may cancel mine out, but I'm totally with you. I'm going to talk to my friends. Or my husband's vote may cancel me out, but I'm talking to all my friends. Um, you know, so I'm, but I'm here to listen and I will represent everybody when elected. I, I rec, I will represent those who did not vote for me as well. And I have a history of that. Um, when I was in the legislature, I was awarded a legislator of distinction by league of Minnesota cities in 2017 for being willing to work across the aisle for good policy for everybody. And you know what? We can do it and not give up our core values that we hold as Republicans. So one issue, I I don't know if it's, you know, because there's so many issues on the table, but one issue that I know that you've dealt with when you were in the legislature, it may not be as much in the forefront now, but we still hear a little bit about it. Is public transportation. That is really taken in the shorts. I live up in Ramsey where the North Star Rail is really in a bad way. Uh, we're hearing constantly about the uh, the new light rail line uh, the, that uh, uh, seems to be uh, kind, of a, kind of a money pit. You and Woodbury, I know that that's been a concern at some point with some of the citizens. Is that on anybody's radar? And if so, what's kind of your viewpoint on it at this um, point? You know, it has been a concern, but there's also been quite a few businesses who are like, we need some transportation. We've got entry-level jobs, and there's a lot of people living along the 94 corridor mm-hmm. that have no way to get any, you know. So anything we could do to help people get to and from work, I'm all for. Now, with that being said, we have to look at our fiscal responsibility. Bus um, is far greater than light rail because as, as patterns change and jobs move you can move a bus line, but you cannot move light rail, which is fixed. So I'm a huge proponent of bus transportation and also investing in our roads and bridges and making sure that even our um, you know, commerce can move efficiently through the cities so we don't have the supply chain issues that we have going on right now. That's, that's another huge concern I'm hearing from people. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm I'm seeing on Twitter and it's kind of become more of a national thing, but you know, certainly something something that people bring up is, you know, formula shortage. I mean, that that in itself should be a national news story and it's hardly a blip. It, and it is happening right here yeah, in Minnesota in even in Woodbury and can that's a great segue. Can I use this of course. just to say to all my mothers out there like me, I'm a mom of three children. I just want to wish you all a very happy Mother's Day. Um, you deserve the world. Um, and to your kids and your family, you are the world. So happy Mother's Day to all my moms out there. And same to you, Kelly, of course. Hey, thank you very much. Yeah. Now, speaking of the family, um, what, was their, what was their reaction of you jumping back into the fray? I mean, I know your children are grown out of the house, but it's still, let's be honest, 
it's still kind of a family affair. I mean, was there was there a vote that was uh, taken, or uh, how did how does that yeah. dynamic work, Ellie? You know, we did we did have uh, we did talk. I did discuss it, and I've got a couple. My kids are at the age where they they they're just left the house, right? They just graduated college, and they're still a little snarky. I got the you're living. I feel like you're living your best life right now. Why would you want to go to the toxic environment of the legislature? That's a you valid know, but, point, Kelly. You know, and, and, I, and, and yeah. I, I just said, look, all all I ask is, you don't have to like politics. Just make sure you use your voice to vote. You know, so um, I am, I am kind of in a sense living my best. I mean. I um, enjoy time with my family. Um, I'm serving on a board uh, for Canvas, board of directors for Canvas Health, which provides mental health and substance use services. Boy, um, those have love, been some key issues lately. Those are though that the mental health issue is a pandemic no one is talking about, mm-hmm. and we need to talk about it. Yep. we need to have serious conversations yesterday about that. I look forward to bringing that to the legislature as well. My experience, but. Look, um, I want to make sure that every Minnesotan has the opportunity to live their best life as well. And I, um, I look, I love working with people. I love meeting the people. I got a lot of great stuff accomplished, and I can't wait to go back and do it for the citizens of Minnesota. Yeah. So, and you had uh, you alluded to uh, you're going to be are you gonna, you're going to be at the convention uh, this weekend? Oh yes, I am going to okay. be at the convention. Yes, I am. Yeah, we'll be broadcasting there on uh, Saturday, one to three p.m. Mitch Berg and myself. So uh, um, hopefully those electronic ballots go through because we don't want a three and a half day convention. Yeah, you know, um, I, I and I've talked to people going that are on both sides of that issue, and I think some of it too as you know we we have a lot of younger participants this time around, and we have some. Um, of the old, more senior participants. And I think, look, I'm technologically challenged. I can handle um, the electronic, whatever they decide to use. But there are some that are very technologically challenged. I remember when they tried it for the first time in the last convention. But I will be there, so follow me on Twitter, uh, Kelly Fenton MN, or Instagram, Kelly Fenton MN as well. And uh, I'll give some updates from the convention. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, going to be interesting to uh, see, um, you know, what we can get through. I don't think there's a lot of, uh, I don't believe, I believe there's only one candidate for a state auditor. Obviously, the attorney general and the governor's uh, endorsements, uh, those are going to be the real battle. There's a couple big, uh, well, Secretary of State shouldn't undermine that. Well, there were two no, candidates think- in that one as well, so it should be interesting. Well, Kelly Fenton. Uh, always good to have you on the broadcast. Thank you so much again. Fentonforhouse.com is her website if you want to find out more about Kelly and her candidacy and help uh, put the uh, house back in Republican hands. Thanks again, Kelly. Appreciate Thank you. Time. Thanks, Brad, for having me. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming back in mere moments. AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back in a few. Closing time. Turn all of the lights on. You're on a small business, but who's running your HR? Do you have an HR manager? When's the last time you had an HR audit? Do your employees take workplace safety training? My last question to you is this. What are you waiting for? One complaint against your company can turn your world upside down. I'm Alan Jones, and I created Bambi specifically for small business. All so you can put your HR on autopilot. With Bambi's HR autopilot, you'll automate the most important HR practices, like HR policies, workplace training, and employee feedback. And you'll get a dedicated HR manager not for 80 grand a year, but yes, for $99 a month. We're here to help you navigate the most complex parts of your HR, available by phone, email, and real-time chat. And here's what I'm the most proud of. Bambi customers are four times less likely to have a claim filed against them, which is why Bambi has received thousands of five-star reviews. You run your business. Let Bambi run your HR. Go to Bambi.com slash info today for your free HR audit. Spelled BAMBEE.com slash info. Bambi.com slash info. I think we all know that the real estate market has been a little crazy lately. And if you're looking to get into a new home before interest rates go up, now is the time to do so. I've got a thousand reasons why you should get into that new home and lock in with United Faith Mortgage. Those thousand reasons are put in the form of dollars. United Faith Mortgage will now be paying $1,000 of your closing costs 
as well as no out-of-pocket funds for appraisal fees. You see, United Faith Mortgage is part of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use their own money to make their own decisions within their own walls. There's no middleman for you. That advantage allows you to often get a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money. Faith and family are at their core, and they'll treat you fairly. For more information, visit them online at unitedfaithmortgage.com. That's unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Corp, Melville, New York. NMLS number 1330. Ryan Vrecka, NMLS number 65233. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Minnesota. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.